0: Welcome back to the soccer universe. We're gonna just wrap up the Premier League. Arsenal had a thriller against West Ham. We also got a little of a Europa League roundup and just some predictions for the UCL for the upcoming uh, upcoming round of uh, 16.
1: A round of eight. My bad. (laughs) Any thoughts, guys? Yes, um, well, the UCL, way too early to predict, but you know, that's what we do here, don't be like, <laughs> we we make sure that we embarrass ourselves enough with our predictions that, well, we want to predict more, um,
0: but... The way you see it, you can only just keep on predicting until you get one thing right.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, you, you managed to get Arsenal versus Spurs right, like, that was a good Yes. Yeah. Okay, finally. Uh, and you were going into it, I knew I was kind of biased, but... <laughs> yeah but you were right you were right but can we talk about um lingard and emirates it's the it's a greater love story than the titanic like let's be honest it, it, there is there is no one there is no love story i've ever seen that's better like sometimes I'm i'm so jealous of lingard because like he finally found his love it's like his dance floor, right? So Do you all remember when he posted, like, after that one one Arsenal game, he posted, uh, uh, he posted a picture of him dancing. And then, like, instead of, like, in the location, instead of putting the Emirates, he put dance floor. Yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but what do you all think? What do you all think about the game? What do you think about Lingard, my G? I
0: personally was just, like, dumbfounded by the end of that game. <laughs> I want to shout out to Thomas Suchek for scoring a brace. By the way, you know it's pretty hard for a defensive bid to do, so I think I gotta give him a lot of credit. And as for us, I don't know what to say. I like I saw us go down. I saw us go down like the Rio, and then we you know almost pulled it back like our you know closed it in a little bit at halftime with the with an own goal. I didn't expect like two own goals to be like the road to coming back here.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know this. Arsenal just manages to surprise me every week. At this point,
2: do you think Arsenal played well enough to come back?
0: I'm I'm a very pragmatic person. I'm very much like the the results at the end of the game
2: are all that matter. However, no, okay, this uh, is not this <laughs> is not a three three
0: comeback. Like <laughs> this is not the way this should happen. If that makes sense.
2: West Ham played so well today, or that day. and They did, yeah. I mean, they did score five goals in general. But what I thought was a real shame was that Lacazette didn't score the chip. I agree. That would have been such a lovely goal. And Lacazette needs the confidence, I feel like. I want to see him back to at least part of his uh, Lyon days, you know? To
0: some yeah. extent, he's been like... He's been arguably our best striker just from like a consistency perspective. Because like yeah, I mean he's not like he hasn't he been anything has been been like, 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 like he hasn't been like, anything insane, but yeah, compared to Aubameyang, he's at least been like scoring at least like every every other week, every now and then.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, plus I feel like Lukas had a pretty decent game. Like it wasn't he had a half decent game, uh, I would say. Like he he did a good job, but Craig Dawson, I feel bad for the dude. Like, this is his second game week in a row where he uh, scored a own goal. And, like, he's been having a really good season so far. I just like. Plus, West Ham, like you said, they they played so well. They've been playing so well throughout the season, you know? Like, I think. And, you know, you mentioned Thomas Suchak. Remember when we were doing the player of the we were doing team of the year and I mentioned Thomas Suchak in the midfield? That dude yeah. has been scoring goals like this throughout the year. And, like,. Like he, I think he is uh, from open play. He has the most goals from a for a midfielder, wow. like more than Bruno as well. Because Bruno's penalties and free kicks and all go out because uh, open play. Um, so that is crazy achievement, right? He and El like he, when it comes to goal scoring, like because he, he's like a, a better version of uh, Fellaini, if that makes sense. Mm. Uh, you know, like Fellaini's aerial threat was we all we are well aware of it, and Fellaini has an eye for goal at times. Um, so, Suchak is just a better version of that Who can actually play with his feet as well uh, <laughs> um, By the way, what happened to Fellaini? Like, what?
2: China, like, I think Did he go to Turkey? Oh, maybe Turkey, I don't know I
0: thought she he went was. to Besiktas.
2: Oh, maybe Then good for him, actually Because I remember him leaving United for China, right? And you well, go I to China to there. die so, like,
1: Maybe it's China, that's what it was
2: Oh, then bad for him <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh it's fine. He's 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 the lord, he's the greatest. Um <laughs> He has to be uh, the best midfielder Shandong Lunang has ever seen. <laughs> 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 From perspective. Uh no, I think Carlos Travis was in that team.
2: Oh then that
1: team? Then yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Um
2: but... is for sure top five ever. Yeah, in China, actually,
0: out of curiosity, who do you think are the top five players who've been in China? Oscar, yes, Oscar, yes, immediately.
2: Hulk, Hulk,
1: Davis, Davis uh, for Tevez, sure, yes, Davis, yes. Iniesta went to Japan, right? So not Iniesta. So. Yeah, Iniesta's in Japan. Yeah. Ah, uh, Mi- I can't
0: think. Iniesta and Torres both went to Japan that one year. I remember.
2: Miranda played in. Uh, do you know Miranda, the defender for Brazil? Yeah, he, he yeah. was playing in China. And now he's back from my no, my club. So, there we go.
1: <laughs> Wait, didn't Kajasko go to uh, China as well? Kajasko as
2: well, true. Yeah, so I think... That's I good. also, I think Axel Wietzel went to
1: China. Oh, Wait, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, that's a nice... Yeah. Job. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: Honestly, mad, that
2: yeah.
1: can make a pretty solid starting 11. I mean, uh, that, uh, starting 11, that would go out in the quarterfinals of the Europa League. Sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: they do not do that well, but like...
1: Yeah. 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 Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Like it's fine. They're fine. I feel like uh, Z- they could beat Zagreb. Um,
2: could they beat Arsenal?
0: I wouldn't I be mean... surprised if one of these days I came onto a podcast being <laughs> like, "How did how did
1: Oscar have a hat trick against us?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Nah, you're You're Get my Zagreb joke, guys. I feel. I'm. I'm feeling sad. <laughs> They could, be, like... they could be Dynamo Zagreb, unlike Spurs. Ah, there you <laughs> go. I'll be honest, you kind <laughs> of said it and just kind of went one ear out the other. Oh my god, the, the number of memes, you know, like, the number of... The thing is, I was expecting Arsenal to bottle it in the Europa League. But, but like, guess what, the great bottlers are back at it. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> It was so hilarious because like I went to watch the United game with uh, Josh and chi Hong and another guy, and chi Hong's a Spurs fan, right? So uh, it was so funny because we were looking at him like get even more depressed and depressed and depressed as the game went on. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. I took a video of him and asked him to give me an interview. How is he feeling? He just he just <laughs> took a picture of Lucas doing the L, and he showed it to me. <laughs> Uh, I feel so bad for him. But yeah, uh, we will get to the Europa League soon. Um, okay, last question about West Ham. Uh, do you think West Ham can firstly finish this season like in the top five? Um, top six, let's say top six. Uh, and do you think this team is good enough to like keep this going on in the next season?
2: See, I was thinking about that. Because... I think for this year, or this season, fewer teams, very few teams have had better form than them, right? They're very consistent. So I think yeah. top six is probably, or maybe top seven, let's say Everton just pull out some results at the end. I could see top seven, no no problem. My thing is next season, what if they lose Declan Rice? Does that hamper the whole team? Yes. Because they're a very, they're a very tight group of players, right? And they don't have a lot of backup. And fair enough, it's West Ham, right? This does not feel like the Dimitri Payet season a few years back, right? When they finished top six or whatever. Then Payet stopped performing next season. And they were terrible. But I also, I'm not sold on them completely. I buy Moyes as a good coach. Good to very good, maybe. I buy Lingard in the form he's in, but he never sustains form. I buy Sushchek's playing very well. Antonio's playing well. What if they lose Declan Rice? Because he's like the linchpin of this team, right?
0: I mean, they even if they lose him, it's up to management at that point because they're not going to lose Declan Rice for like a low, like low price tag, right? Like I, I assume Chelsea or whatever team goes for him, they'll have to shell out at least what forty mil. I think that's a fair estimate. Yeah, uh, higher, maybe higher. 60. 60, will say. If management's smart about it, then I think they can still utilize that to, like, fill it in to some extent. Like, yeah, you can't replace him one for one, but I think with 60 mil or whatever he costs, you should be able to at least, like, you know, cushion that, like, hole in your team. Hmm.
2: What do you think, issues? So, I
1: was just looking at the ages of, like, some of the more key players in the defense. So, there's, like, Craig Dawson, there's Ogona, there's Cresswell. They're all over the age of 30. Like, you could say, in a way, like, they are like 30-31. You could say, kind of, that right now, this season's probably their prime season, you know. And that could be one of the reasons why, defensively as well, they're doing well. But uh, you, like, you have to consider age. Not everyone's Cristiano or Zlatan. Uh, So, I feel like um, next season, they will have to make some changes and... The defense sometimes has been bailed out by Declan Rice. Like, like it is difficult to find someone uh, as uh, mobile and strong as Rice. Uh, in like, like, I feel like you look at like, who do, who would be compared? Like who would be our Declan Rice, right? It would probably be Scott McTominay and Scott is nowhere near Declan Rice's level. Yeah. Right. So like, um, uh, and then for y'all, it's probably Thomas Partey, and Partey is probably at uh, crisis level. Like, you can you could argue. Yeah, with Partey is a better player.
0: injuries, like yeah, without injuries, playing him and like when he's like in a team that sets him up a little bit better, I then think he's Partey better. is just a way better player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: then he is, then he is. But I'm talking about like currently, as as things stand, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like even if they make, like, I feel like if Declan Rice goes, it'll be like sixty to seventy mil. Like, I don't think it'll be less than that. And clubs will be willing to spend it because he can play defense and midfield. Like, it, he, he can play wherever he wants. Uh, but who do you replace? Like, who can who can a club like West Ham attract who's at the level of, like, who's a good enough replacement, you know, for Declan Dez? You can't attract someone who's worth 60-70 million when you're West Ham, right? Yeah. Like, Leicester was able to do that with Yauri Tilmans, right? And that was a big, big, like, achievement. Because... Tillman's was like bound to go to a club like Barca, Madrid, United. Like that's the level he was at when he was yeah. like he's so young, right? Uh, but less Brendan Rodgers was able to like attract him. But West Ham probably can't do the same, right? So uh, you have to question like even if they lose Declan Rice, like can they really replace him? Because if they can't replace him, then then there's no way they can sustain this. There's no way it's impossible. The aging defense. Uh, and the lack of their main player, the captain. So, I don't
2: know. I don't think they can replace him straight away. And if you look at uh, West Ham's recent transfer uh, transfer plans, it's usually been on buying young players and then developing them. Yeah. And which is a good thing, especially in light of what it used to be, which was let's buy the best player available that is willing to come to us, right? Because at times yes. that netted them Dimitri Payet, but then he didn't want us be there for the next season, right? Yeah. And I feel like this is a more sustainable business model. It might not always get them to like 6th or 7th in the league, which is really impressive for a team of SM size, but it will keep them on the top half, right? And being competitive for Europe is probably the best they could wish for.
0: Hello, uh, sorry sure. I think every I think every season I I like want to bet the over on West Ham just mm. by looking at their talent pool.
2: Yeah.
0: And I think this is the first year that they've actually like kind of shown that like you know, like at least shown like that's at least come to fruition
1: to some level. Yeah. I get that. And I feel like Antonio has been such a huge part of that as well. Uh because Antonio bro, he's so powerful and he's so fast. Like he, like defenders just bounce off him. He's good. He's good. Like he's like um if you want if you buy uh Lukaku from uh eBay, you get Antonio. So like, <laughs> 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 like you think about it, right? Like that's a fair comparison, right? Like he's not he's nowhere close to Lukaku's level. But he has very similar traits to that of Lukaku. So like
2: Yeah, but like Um, I'm gonna. I always come back to this when Benzema said you don't compare Formula One to go kart racing. I think Antonio is getting into go kart right now, whereas someone like Giroud is like a pro at it. You know, Antonio is like he's had one good year and he maybe gets into go karting. Oh my
0: god! Then also Antonio, like yeah, if you were to have them just like line up and race each other, Antonio's he'll win that. However, any other metric by which you can define a striker, Lukaku's like yeah. level. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how the like eBay, that's how like they eBay, that's how the like <laughs> eBay <That's> like, <laughs> no, not even eBay, I'm
2: thinking like Craigslist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. <porc. laughs> oh my god. Yeah, sheesh, let me ask um, you something. Um let's say Declan Rice does leave. What if he joins United?
1: Oh bro, best McFreel in the world. Like, <laughs> And then we don't even need to worry about, like, Lindelof and Maguire keep making mistakes. Like, right. That's the beauty of having Declan Rice, right? Like, like he can bail out the defense and, uh, like, unlock, like... ah,
2: Because you know, ah. imagine you saw, like, Fred playing without the defensive duties. Yes. Right? Yes. Fred is such yes. a good midfielder, but he gets hampered every time because he has to play defensive midfield. And he's not there.
1: He is. Uh, I don't. To be honest, I feel like Fred is again like a Dan James player. Like you know how we discuss. Like no it's no okay. no
2: no. Don't do this to Fred.
1: <laughs> Alright, no no. I'm not saying like he's that's at the player. level of Dan James. I'm saying that his role is gonna end up being that of Dan James. Like a, a more of a bench score B player. Like I don't see him becoming a good enough player to consistently start every single game.
2: No, that's fair. But okay. Fred is more like, uh, do you remember Darren Fletcher when he played for United? Yeah,
1: okay, fair enough, yes. Like that.
2: Like, he's a very good player. He could slot into basically any midfield in the league, right? Below us, not cities, of course. Yeah, below us, yeah. Um, Then James couldn't start basically anywhere. Or, like, maybe at Leeds because Bielsa likes him. But, like, you know what I'm saying? He's not that good.
0: Yeah, Fred do. is a lot more justifiable to ha- justifiable to have in a
1: lineup in any given week. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But I, every time Fred is on the ball, it gives me a heart attack.
2: Like, but that's like he's because going... he's playing in the wrong place. Cause if he plays a little bit forward, you wouldn't be scared of him like kicking it back onto the Leicester attacker and then conceding, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: I, I, fair enough. Fair enough. Talking about that, um United versus Leicester huh i mean we had our highs like united <laughs> is used to like not keeping us happy for too long so i, I mean that's fine i'm used to pain it's <laughs> second nature to me the, the <laughs>
0: fa cup is a it's a gridiron you know it's a it's a very very grueling intense competition very rigorous only the best can win it and oh, you know it's okay you
1: it's okay <laughs> no, no one can tell. No one can criticize Ol Olga Solskjaer for losing semifinals anymore. I mean, it's the it's the best thing ever. He, he can't lose a semifinal anymore.
2: Like he doesn't get to them anymore. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's fine.
1: It's fine. It's fine. We shall survive. But I feel like there's not much to criticize because I personally feel like this is a third game in like seven days. Like. And we don't have that, the like, the most fit squads. Like, Pogba just came back from injury. Like, Kawani's still out. Van de Beek just came back from injury. And um, Marta's still out. Uh, we have Daniel James, so, like, that's already 10 people. So, I mean, like, we don't have much to, like, do, if that makes sense. Like, the team is just, there's not much to say. Like, we can't help it. I, I'm not surprised we lost.
2: No, me neither. And, like, they at no points did they play better than Leicester in the game, right? They had good chances, but Leicester always seemed like they were going to win. And this B squad, you know what we were talking about West Ham, where, like, they didn't have, they didn't used to have a a transfer plan? The United B squad feels like that. It's just a collection of the best talent available at the time, right? Whereas the first team, you feel like there's a plan for the future, we know where the squad is going. The B squad is just I don't know. Like the collection of talent there doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, but can we talk about Leicester though? Leicester have like in out, they had um uh Sengiz under out, they had Soyun no no not Soyun. Too. They had a few there are a lot of people out through injury and they're still managing to like they're still third in the league. They're still in the FA Cup uh, and they performed reasonably well in other competitions you know reasonably well because considering the level of the score depth. um like first question can Leicester maintain their form in the um, uh, in the league can they maintain top four and secondly can Leicester win the FA Cup because they have Southampton in the semis and I mean, finals is gonna be City. City's yeah, City was oh, it's City versus Chelsea. It's gonna be an interesting game. But yeah, what do you think? I think top four. I think they have it. I don't
0: see well, not have it. That, that's that's stretch. But I don't see West Ham taking it from them. I don't see Chelsea, Chelsea might lap them at some point. But for now, like they have a little comfortable lead. And, yeah, no no other big team, like, okay, Tottenham, Liverpool, Everton, Arsenal, they're not reaching Leicester. (laughs) So, like, all those teams are in their own, like, little crisis. So, I think, I think they got top four, for sure. And I think Southampton, I think, think Cup should be, like, a very reasonable win.
2: I I agree. I feel like, um, I, I think maybe Brendan Rodgers proved me wrong. Because I, I was saying some time ago that he was going to flop at the challenge. But he doesn't seem like he will this year. Good for him. Uh, I think top four is basically secure. Unless something crazy happens. Because I don't see West Ham having the kind of form necessary to do that. They're consistent, but not they're not great. right? And then the only team I could see maybe a spark would be Everton. Just because they have Ancelotti as a coach, but then again, the players aren't inc- are very inconsistent most of the time. So I feel like they have it.
0: And other not feel like everything's in that kind of form where they could just like go on that like blazing run and then take that spot.
2: Yeah. Oh, just yeah, a, yeah, an aside, I mean, real quick. Sometimes because Archit is sharing his screen with us. We see him uh, increasing the volume, and then the song he was listening to comes up. And this is the first time that I recognize the song that he's listening to, and it's Journey Cash, so (laughs) I actually,
0: okay, I don't know if I should be saying this on the podcast. This is part of my playlist. I have a, my my main playlist is mostly like, like rap, there's some Bollywood in there, just like whatever, right? Pop music. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a playlist for all my like classic rock and like punk rock and stuff so, I know if you guys can see the name of the playlist
1: I love Riptide that's literally the only song I know over there though
0: <laughs> no, this is, but this is my um, I don't know what to call it I don't know how, how to ignore this playlist but
1: I just <laughs> have a grouped in for rock music it's alright it's alright oh my god um but uh, moving on to the Europa League, um, the shock result has to be Spurs uh, losing to… Um, have you ever watched the show Prison Break? No. No? Nah? I've heard about it. I've seen so many memes from it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, it's basically a story of a guy who uh, breaks out of a prison. Right? So, he has a, he's a genius. Right? So, there's this one scene where he and his team are just looking into the camera. And you take, the, you take the picture and you put it and the meme was uh Dynamo Zagreb's coaching staff but his game and it's these guys in the prison bl- <laughs> looking at the camera. so hilarious. How did how did Spurs manage to lose a two goal yeah, okay, prison break meme. Yeah, yeah. Uh look at that. Oh uh, wait, 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 Okay, no, these are
0: the uh, results. There's I saw I know exactly what you're talking about, it's too good
1: oh wait yeah, that's a good one that's a good one that's another one uh, which one? Uh, this one the one on the right extreme oh, right Okay, yeah, yeah I can't see yeah, that that's the lead character he's just looking <laughs> at the screen to figure out how to how to get out of uh, jail and that's the oh shit. oh my god it was, it's hilarious it's like how do you manage to lose to a team who's, who's like managers in jail <laughs> I just
0: don't know. That <laughs> actually reminds me, um, just random, but in the NHL, the Rangers recently won 9-0 without coaches.
2: What? That's crazy. No coaches. I think part of it was COVID circumstances uh-huh. and some of them were getting fired and like
0: replaced. So they just played a game coachless and won 9
2: Jesus.
0: Imagine being the coach for that team and you're just like, like you guys can do this.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, Spurs will be Spurs, I guess. Right? They bottle it. They always do. Um, and
1: you still man, but you still predicted Spurs to win the title. I did because I still, thought Mourinho we, had it.
2: Like that was his, his I know, his and stuff. But like, clearly, it, isn't.
0: It. it makes a lot of sense. I don't like out of how many teams in the Europe League are really that convincing. Compared to, yeah. to like to Mourinho,
1: like going into really
2: it, and for, yeah, I go ahead, go
1: ahead, Spurs. Spurs were my favorites, like to win the Europa. One because of Mourinho, two because they are an actually good team on paper. Like they are a legitimately competitive team. They're a quality team. Like having players like like Kane, Son, Gareth Bale, Deli Ali, or Lucas Moura as a front four. That come on, like that's just mad, that's just mad, like
2: yeah
1: uh, I, I i mean, I don't know what else to say, like it, it I feel like any manager that comes into Spurs, you cannot change the culture of Spurs, you know, like how Ole is trying to bring the culture back to United, and mm-hmm. you know he's doing that, whatever, um Michael Arteta does the same thing he's trying to do with Arsenal. the culture of Spurs has never left, it's bottling that's, that's what true. that's what they are, that's who they are, like we can't change that. Yeah, it just. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Let me ask you a question but, though. Um, let's yeah. say by by a crazy reason they win the the league cup final against Man City, okay? And then they finish like, know, but, like fifth or sixth in the league. Is that a good season?
1: I mean, from like if you if you look at it from like just general Tottenham Hotspur standards. That's a great season. Right, they won a trophy, like any kind of trophy. Even a, even if it's like the Audi Cup, they're gonna be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at it, if you look at the amount of money they pay, they're paying for Gareth Bale right now, mm-hmm. the amount of money they also they spend on like renovations. I don't think they're paying
2: much for uh, Bale. Just like. Because I think Real Madrid is paying half his salary or something.
1: (laughs) But that's still a lot of money. (laughs) But that's still a lot of money. And the amount of money they paid Mourinho. I think Mourinho is the third highest paid manager in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the key. Like, if you're paying a manager so much money, then you have to, like, what was the word? Like, You have to expect at least a top four finish, right?
2: Right. That's what I was thinking, too but at the same time they haven't won a trophy since like 2008 So Wait, what I thought that was like I,
1: I thought they didn't win anything since like World War 1 or
2: something I think like a major major trophy f- more it's longer but like a league cup or something it's from 2008 I think oh
1: damn oh shit that's not too far okay they. Oh okay. but I still like, this is th- like the World War 1 or something
2: like. yeah but World that's what long. 12 years 13 years now that's a 13, long, yeah. long time right that's a long time so if they win but, one trophy, I feel like that takes some some weight off their back.
1: Yeah, Archid, If if uh, so, Fran asked a question. Why don't
2: you ask Archid yeah. the same one? Okay, so but, let's say Spurs yeah, by a crazy reason beat Man City in the league final, the league cup final, and win yeah. that trophy, and then finish like sixth or seventh in the league. Is that a good season? Yeah.
0: They need anything at this point.
2: Right, that's what I was thinking too.
0: Like, I'm, I, I'm honestly, like, I think that's why, like, that's my same logic when, like, they, like, got Marina. I just think anything they do at this point is just in, like, the pursuit of, like, anything made out of silver. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, they can be 14th in the league. But if they have something, like an FA Cup or something to go along with it, I don't, like, I don't think they
1: care.
2: Do we oh, think... Oh. oh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I have a very funny thing to say. Uh, so, Hagal was the movie, the pers- A Pursuit for Happiness, the Will Smith one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, the, when you said Pursuit, something you had pursued for silverware, all right? I can imagine, like, Mourinho in the middle of that crowd, you know, where Will Smith goes extremely mad, he's so happy. And, uh, like, there's all those people, like, imagine... Spurs winning a trophy I could imagine his first fan in the middle of a billion people just dancing and going mad that would oh my god but yeah they, they aren't winning a trophy
0: you know that scene where he's like banging on the bathroom door stall trying to get in yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I'm imagining <laughs> some fan just like
1: please, please give it to me it's just on the other side a trophy <laughs> oh my god yeah okay are you go ahead now
2: do we think um Mourinho was brought in as kind of like a last ditch effort to just win something with this group, because it feels yeah, like it they're not they're not gonna be there for a very long time, right? Gareth Bale has been talking about going back to Real Madrid. God knows why, because like they don't want him there, but he has been talking about it. Does Wales Harry Gold Kane want to stay Spurs there? In that order. huh
0: Wales, golf, Madrid,
2: Spurs.
1: Yeah, he used he used Spurs as a gym membership, basically. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but do we think no, i think yeah do we think this team is gonna last or is this like the last ditch effort to get something
0: see i thought that once they fired touch that really signaled that they're just putting their whole foot on the gas pedal right mm-hmm. because he like i gotta give the guy a lot of credit he did so much to take this club from like like just a mid-table kind of like lingerer to you know, being an actual competitor, going to Champions League final, et cetera, right? Mm. And it's like over a long time, building a long project, spending very little for most of that period of time, and just like, I think being the best development coach in the world for like at least like couple seasons there, right? For sure. And so, once they hired Mourinho, it just signaled that hey, we don't have time for development or like a coach who doesn't have experience in like big games. We want a coach who just will at no, at any cost like get us to like a final. And so I don't know it that, that's what it felt like to me it felt like you're just trying to, like trying to very much expedite the process
1: Um yeah I agree and I feel like um I mean Mourinho is a trophy manager he is a short term manager he never really stays at any club for a very long time Um so it did seem like that and plus another thing I don't see like some of these players staying like, personally, I feel like if I was I was Daniel Levy, I would just let them go out of pity. Like, I don't want them to stay here. I don't want… Kane has the potential to be one of the greatest strikers to have ever existed. Like, he has the potential to be that, right? But if you want to be the greatest striker, or if you want to be in the argument for the greatest striker, in the Premier League at least… You need to win trophies, right? You have to win trophies. You you can't do it all based on your individual statistics. Your team. You need to have some trophies to like go with it. And I, I he, I feel like he has to go somewhere. Like for like, I don't see him going because I feel like he loves Spurs too much for some reason. Hmm. Uh, but I, had I think. A thought on
0: that.
1: Yeah. see? Ahead. I
0: think I think Fabrizio said Kane might be interested in leaving, Ooh. but the board is blocking the move wow i mean
1: i yeah of course the board is i, I need to always. double
0: check but i'm pretty sure i saw like i mean even like the faintest like the famous report that kane's interested in leaving i think is worth like just thinking about a little bit For sure. just because that's not something you see
2: mm, if he leaves does he stay in the premier league or does he have to go abroad
0: i don't think he stays in the premier league where'd he go
2: well i was thinking man united because we've been linked to him in the past and we have the money for it. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like a huge step up going from this Spurs team to this United team, you know?
0: Yeah, I think United kind of fits his pro- like
1: profile but like he needs he wants a winning team. Yeah. Like no offense.
2: No no, but yeah. that's what I'm saying too.
1: Now see if he if he wants to see here's the thing, like the only reason he'll move is because he actually wants trophies, right? Now, if he wants trophies he goes to a club like Juventus. He's going to win Serie A If he goes to Juventus not, not going to win But the season's different But I feel like yeah. oh, Like it's developing It's a young squad Federico Chiasa Is getting into his Like groove Arthur Arthur is getting into his groove uh, Cristiano's going to be there For another 10 years Or something I mean not there But he's going to be around uh, I think Cristiano is leaving uh, He's taking like... the ball somewhere <laughs> 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 He's going to be somewhere Uh is there So like Juventus is a good team And I feel like Juventus needs A good Good striker
2: like, okay, they have Motata, but he's... I don't think Juve I, is the answer here. Because Juve is also developing, you know? They're also not... They're not the Juve they were two years ago, where they were just, like, great in every position. They're also, just... They're getting there again.
0: Also, is Juve really going to shell out whatever Levy's asking for?
2: Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: There's no That's, way.
1: That's a good point. So and then man, what? I, I, 11 I, replacement. I,
0: I want to clarify my uh, report, though. It wasn't Fabrizio. It was David Ornstein.
2: Okay. So okay. In my
0: history as an Arsenal fan, he's been very reliable.
2: Yeah, Yeah, he has,
1: he's a reliable. Um, he's, he's reliable for
0: United as well, yeah. Yeah, he's been great for us. So I. But he says, Harry Kane would likely have him, in, but it's very unlikely to get his move, as Levy would want at least 120 mil. Wow. I don't hate that money. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's fair. I feel mm-hmm. like... Yeah, I... Like, Depending on, like, what team you are, if I'm Madrid, I would put some... I mean, I don't know if they want another, like, kind of injury-prone player, like, from the Premier <laughs> League at, like, 27, right? But We're well I don't see how you can go wrong
2: with that. Yeah. And part of the problem, or, like, part of his injury problem also comes from the fact that Spurs kind of have to go for every game because they're not that good, right? Real Madrid, with a better squad, can coast through a lot of La Liga, and I feel like that yes. would be good for his for his injury record.
1: And I think he's a perfect replacement for Benzema. Yes, like, and plus with him like being able to do stuff that Benzema can't in terms of his passing range, like just drop in, let Vinicius run over the top. He, Vinicius Junior could be his like son, hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, uh, could be his son. Like, uh, I could I could see with that, but. There are two options for strikers, yeah, that, like, for actually three, you, if you consider Mbappé as a striking option. So, it's either Mbappé, Erling Haaland, yeah. or um, Kane. Who do you go for if you're Real Madrid? Holland. Exactly, right? I feel like it's quite a simple answer That oh. Like, everyone goes for Haaland right
2: now. That's us go the, for Mbappé.
0: I can see Madrid going for Mbappé. Because they've had a lot of ties over the past, like, like just for a long time now. Every every time he's in like some transfer window, it's always been a rumor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I think also Mbappe might fit like if Benzema's still there, Mbappe fits that better. Yeah, and they, they do need a winger more than a striker. But I think long term Holland would be better.
2: Yeah, but with Holland, I don't think he's a long term prospect to buy, because it feels to me like he's more Ibrahimovic than like Ronaldo. So he wouldn't spend seven years at Real Madrid, right? He'd spend three and then move yes. somewhere else. And I feel like Real Madrid needs to like find an able replacement for the number seven shirt, much like United need that. I feel like Real Madrid need to find the next Ronaldo, in a sense. And Mbappe is more at that than Holland. That's perfectly
1: fair. Yeah, fair enough. Right. I, I
2: get yeah. that. But here's the question, Yashish: If United get Declan Rice. And Harry Kane and Sancho, then, then it, that's it. Premier League, and Sancho. we are broke. This guy is as an assistant at
0: that
1: point. I mean, if you're talking about, if let's just get like everyone, like let's just go ahead and get Ronaldo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why, why are we talking? Like, get Ronaldo, it's get deep. Messi, get Neymar. Uh, we could, we could. <laughs> no but I get it the thing is because we've been uh, I feel like in in the forward line it's gonna be one person so it's I don't think I don't think like Kane and Sancho are happening I think Kane or Sancho is still plausible yeah but I doubt I feel like it's gonna be very difficult
2: Sancho Sancho fits mm, in with the long term plan right he's younger that's what United want right now
1: yeah I feel like and Greenwood has started playing in the 9 you know the thing is Greenwood is not getting the same number of like goals and assists as he did last season oh, but he is so like uh, <laughs> he is so like he he's so matured now like if you see his like hold up play his ability to stay on the ball keep the ball being able to distribute it get other people in the game um i feel like he's matured in that so much and i really i prefer like him maturing than him just scoring tap-ins it's, like if you'd have had like 15 goals but i like he's scoring those as like tap-ins and like, no, I don't really see anything else in his game. Like, he's missing for the rest of the game. I wouldn't have been happy. But now, even if he has, like, five goals and but he's, the rest of the game is my short. It, it's impressive. It's really good. Like, his movement is also improved. So, it's good.
2: I'm going to give Archit some PTSD right now, but Greenwood is looking like Van Persie. Like a young Van Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I think that
0: comparison is very
1: apt, though, to be honest now if he was a young man personally he would have had to be at Arsenal first uh, and then and then United
2: <laughs> when he wants to win something
1: see I would
0: start thinking of Arsenal young players like young Arsenal players that I could like kind of see fitting the profile but I don't want
1: it I don't want to put that negative energy on I it I mean a, a, a person who's good with the left foot he can score goals um, he has a good movement Bukayo no not bad yeah <laughs> I that, that, that's our team captain. Alright. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. Uh, okay, but how do you feel about your Europa League tie against Slavia? Prague?
0: I, I don't know how much more we can really ask for. I think this is, these draws have been very, very, like, lenient to us. I think it's really, like, if we get knocked out and I come, I come on, like, a podcast one of these days, like, really, like, just angry and fuming, know that it's Arsenal's fault. <laughs> <laughs> know that it wasn't the other team. <laughs> I'm saying that now. I, until we play Man U inevitably, I think, like, I see no competition here, mm-hmm. or not no competition. I think Slavia Pra respect to them as just like, I guess generally, I don't know. But in regards to like, in regards to Europa you know, League, well, this really should be ours, right? I don't, I don't see like, I'm not concerned at
1: all.
2: What about United, Yashish?
1: I th- yeah, we're fine. on paper we are the best team, like, even better than Arsenal on paper at least. Like I, I just as long as Spurs aren't here, like when Spurs were, there, I was a little like worried about us being able to make it. Even Leicester got knocked out, so I was happy about that. Rangers got knocked out, I was happy about that because those were I thought like our com- contenders, like our competitors. The only way United, like, messes up not reaching the final is, again, like, like Archit said, it, it'll be our fault, like, mm. that's the only way, like, Granada, we should beat Granada, like, like, that's it, yeah, like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, what we're saying, very much, like, it feels like we're gonna end up jinxing it, and there's just gonna be some, like, weird <laughs> upset that yes.
0: shouldn't happen, but it just does. <laughs> uh...
1: I can I can yeah. see that happening, but it's fine. I don't really. It's fine. Yeah. Ajax could be a good like contender, but they are haven't been in the best of like. No. Like they they aren't the Ajax from like see two years yeah, two three years ago, so.
2: But speaking of jinxing it, last podcast I think we were talking about how amazing it would be if uh, Porto made it to the Champions League final. I think someone heard us at UEFA, and they kind of cleared the way for either Porto or, or it seems like. Real Madrid to make the final, right? Because Real Madrid's playing Liverpool and Chelsea's playing Porto. Real Madrid could beat Liverpool. Porto could beat Chelsea, I think. Chelsea's a better team, but Porto could beat them. And then they play each other in the in the semis, right? On the other side of the tie, you got Man City, Bayern, and PSG. So they put all the strong teams on the other side. And Holland. And Haaland,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> not dog, Haaland. Uh, but yes, I feel like Porto might just sneak all the way. Could you imagine And then that? there's some good... Oh, that would be so good. But imagine this Porto team. Like, yeah. Not not like... Yeah, just, oh my God. It's just... there are some good storylines here. PSG Bayern, PSG can finally get their revenge. Mm. Uh, Liverpool, Madrid, Salah could get his revenge. Maybe um, um he almost just he can just get as a, a double like <laughs> double, double injury, yeah. You could just have a double, yeah he could yeah, exactly. Uh, porto mark, Chelsea, yeah. a potential upset over there. Um and finally Dortmund City. I, I mean yeah, it's oil money versus well talent pool, I guess that's the right word.
2: Kinda of feels like they said, um Guardiola, would you like to scout Holland in person for for the next season?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, we oh always God. have a quick, quick chat with Holland after the game. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like so it's like Sancho returning to his like uh home club
2: oh, true. and
1: uh, and Haaland's Harlan Haaland like going to the club where is uh, facing the club his father played for. So I mean yeah. there are some storylines there. There are like it's an interesting tie. It's an interesting like uh set of ties. Uh do you all want to predict the uh, predict them, though? Like Okay, it's so
0: it's a little
2: early,
1: but I feel like we can. Right? No, I think I think we can. Real Madrid, Liverpool. I'd say. Uh, I think, Madrid goes through. Same. You think what? I think Madrid goes through. Yeah, I'm gonna say Madrid just because I. I mean, you know what I was thinking though, right? I wondered like Liverpool. Uh, Chelsea, PSG and City to go through so that all those people who went like last season that English Premier League sucks, they like can just take it like, yeah. Uh, 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 and then PSG to win the entire thing. I personally wanted that, but I want Porto to go through. But yeah, uh, I feel like Madrid goes through as well, yes. I think Madrid, Madrid is slightly better than uh, Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. And plus the Ramos factor makes a huge difference, no? Like… Like having Ramos at the back makes a huge difference. Liverpool has been struggling with scoring goals, and Real Madrid is good at not letting people score goals. And so, Benzema
2: has been in really good form this last month. He's been phenomenal. Yeah. So imagine him yeah. going against whatever two defenders Liverpool put in front of him, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, that's true. It's going to be interesting, but I think, I think Madrid goes through. Uh, what about City versus Dortmund? City, right? I think, yeah, City. Um, I think these will be very fun games to watch. Yeah.
2: But
0: fun doesn't necessarily mean competitive, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think will be like, high scoring, but I think City will probably like. No, that's the thing. I don't,
1: think, I don't think it'll be high scoring. I feel like Pep uh, has learned from his past mistakes. And he's going to set up in a way that just, like, gets enough goals to go through instead of, like, thinking too much about entertaining. Because he, he, like, let's be honest, he doesn't want to go out in the quarterfinals again. He doesn't even want to risk it. He wants to make sure there's a foolproof plan that cannot be, like, it's invincible. He wants to make his team invincible.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, and he has been building up to that throughout, like, the last couple of months. So, I think City goes through and pretty much, like, doesn't give a, doesn't give Dortmund a chance. Like, I honestly think, like, it's going to be... I feel like City is just going to destroy Dortmund. Like it just yeah, it sucks. I hate saying it cuz like I love Dortmund and I hate City, but yeah, it just I feel like it's a reality. It'd be fun to see like what Dortmund come up with cuz they have like unpredictability in the players they do, but yeah, City goes through. I agree. Uh the big game Bayern versus PSG. I'm very excited for this. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. I I you know, I'm hyped.
2: But I'm also kind of so, sad that, like, one of these teams is going to go out in the quarterfinals, you know?
1: Exactly, right? Same. Yeah. Same. I wanted, like, I wanted Barca, City and PSG to be all in different, like, ties,
2: mm. like different
1: games in the quarters. So, like, at least they all have the chance to go to semis. Yeah. Uh, but it's all right. It's all right. We we can't control, like, reality. It's all right. <laughs> um. But what do you all think? For Bayern or PSG? I think this is the toughest one to predict, arguably.
2: I could see PSG really motivating themselves, like let's get revenge on these guys going through. And let's be honest, I'm, I'm cheering for that because of the yes, yeah. of the whole Brazilian connection. Um, but God, this Bayern team is so strong. Oh, yes. They haven't lost in the uh. Champions League in a while, and they just they ba- they go through teams, you know. They they're compact and. If they're if they're not if they're not uh, distracted, they're really yeah. hard to beat. And PSG have more flaws.
0: Yeah, see, I think PSG just haven't been very convincing in the league for me. Yeah. And I I think there's often an issue with them with the Champions League. I feel like League League like League One doesn't really challenge them very very much. And I feel like that often leaves them not like in the best like just preparation for the Champions League. So I think yeah and also they haven't been very like this year they just haven't been that great Hmm. in my opinion in like terms of like
1: domestic forms uh, I'll give it to Bayern I feel like the Neymar factor I just I just can't like ignore it and I feel like even the finals though right it wasn't like I mean yeah Bayern won won, but PSG had a fair bunch of like I mean not yeah. fair bunch fair bunch in the finals is like fair like if you have one or two chances that's a good amount of f- chances in the final right and Mbappé did scuff a couple mm. like that he should have easily scored and he would have scored on any other given day um, and I feel like Neymar is just so motivated. He's going to be so motivated right now. He wants to win the Ballon d'Or. And he he knows that to win the Ballon d'Or, he needs to win the Champions League. Yeah. And um, Lewandowski as well is going to be motivated because he got denied a Ballon d'Or. I mean, got denied because of whatever reasons. But he didn't get his Ballon d'Or last season. So, it's going to be a clash of the Titans. Um, oh, clash of the Titans. Guys, uh, thumbnail. Uh, <laughs> the, no, no, no. no uh, the nail things. But yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, the clash of the Titans. But I feel like Neymar... Neymar's going to win it. I feel like I feel like Neymar's going to have one of the best ties of his life. Like he's going to bring back the remontada a night. Not even night, the last 15 minutes of remontada. Um yeah. and I feel like PSG goes through. I'm I feel going, like PSG wins the entire thing. Like
2: I'm yeah. going PSG as well, but I'm going with my heart. My head is very undecided. And but
1: uh
0: know here's the thing. I would like PSG to win this, but I just think Bayern has the edge here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, there's a kind of bias in my opinion as well because even I want PSG to win it. So. But yeah, I feel like PSG. The thing is, it's not a it's not a bad opinion though. Right? Like PSG can win it.
0: Right? I'll say the biggest loser in this tie is the cameraman who has to keep up with Alfonso
1: no. Davies and Mbappe. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. True, true, true. Uh, but anyways, finally. Uh, this one is going to be easy for the cameraman because he's only going to have to keep looking at the Porto half and once in a Porto versus Chelsea half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So Chelsea versus Porto, what do you all think? It's going to be a crazy level of possession for Chelsea. Porto trying to hit on the counter. Maybe works, maybe doesn't. But yeah, what do you think?
0: I think these will be very... What's the word? Very drawn out games. Hmm. Mm. These aren't going to exactly be like firecrackers. Just between Tuchel and then Porto. I'm just not like... I don't know. I also have a weird feeling that whoever wins this tie will end up making like a strong run. I could see that. Yes.
1: Yeah. This this feels very... Go ahead, go ahead. I see. The thing is, I, I feel like Chelsea is the better team. But simply because Chelsea is the better team, I feel like Porto have the edge. Because there's a chance that this firstly this Chelsea team isn't like semi-finals UCL quality level Thomas Tuchel is he's a finals level player's like manager we know that but the players aren't right um so do they have the firstly do they have the mentality to like cuz Porto is going to make them grind we know that Porto is going to defend like very well and uh, going to make them grind but does Chelsea have the mentality to like cope up and on the counter-attack as well, Porto is good. We know they are good. Um, and they will pose a threat. Chelsea, there will be occasions in the game where Chelsea will have a lot of players up front. I can see Porto winning this. Like, I feel like it's not as unlikely as we think. Like It is not at all as unlikely as we think. But Chelsea's form currently is great. But they have to sustain this form for a while. Which is not happening. Um, I, I, You know what? I'm going to bet on Porto. Why not? No? Someone's got it.
2: So, I will. I think what is both great and tragic about this draw specifically is that we've seen both of these teams in the past, in this very same position, go out and win the whole thing, right? So Porto in O four, 4 the team wasn't very good. They had a great manager then, which they don't now. But maybe the guy becomes a great manager in the future, let's say. Either way, Porto were heavy underdogs in 4 Everything went right for them. They won the whole thing. Chelsea were kind of underdogs back in 2012, right? Yeah. They didn't have a great manager like they do now, but they had better players, I think. Everything went right for them. They won the whole thing. They're at this exact crossroads again, right? And, like, it's great because they're meeting, but also tragic, again, that one of them has to drop out of the competition right now. Um... I think Chelsea has a better team. Again, my head says Chelsea, my heart says Porto. I'm gonna go with my heart, because... fuck it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna make it three for three. There we go. I think I'm gonna pick Porto. Yeah, let's, go. let's go. I just feel like they can I don't see them struggling too much to keep like maintain a hold of Chelsea's attack. I think their real like their real hurdle is scoring if anything. But I don't see them struggling to
1: like
2: you know,
1: fend off Chelsea. Mm. Unless Olivia Giroud just well becomes Olivia Giroud. That's
2: true, yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I love how all of us predicted it Porto. Uh, I mean it's gonna come and bite us in the ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. We that's what we do. That's
0: what we do. Chelsea wins and this podcast drops down the uh, Brazilian <laughs> Apple music rankings.
1: <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh my god. Um Okay, but uh, there are a few people who aren't uh, in the quarters and I would like to uh, say I miss them. Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. They're also, like, not from this world. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> I have a question based on that. Do you all think aliens exist? <laughs> I knew this was coming.
0: I can see him, like, slowly building to it and that's just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Legit, though, do you all think aliens exist? Like, what do you have your view on that? You see, I think it's irrational to assume Rashish. that
0: we're not on the only the entire universe that I can create life.
2: Yes, yeah, so I agree with that. I think the universe is far too vast for there not to be any other life forms in the universe. Plus, just time alone, right? How old is the universe some 13 billion years old there has to be life life has had has to have popped up somewhere else right Does that life is that life intelligent like us? maybe not Does that life care about us I feel like that's the real question because I feel like we're not interesting enough for anybody to visit us and we haven't been emitting radio waves for people to know that we exist for what? 60 years, right? It's been 60 years since we've been like We've shown the universe that we exist So like I think life exists. I don't think it cares about us. I don't think aliens have come to the to our planet
1: I feel like life uh, First I feel like it's far too arrogant to think that we are the only like living organisms in the universe Like the universe is we we don't even know how big the universe is. We can't even see the entire Yeah. So, like, thinking that we're the only ones there. Which is crazy. But there's this one, like, uh, theory. I can't remember the name of it. It basically, there are, like, three stages to evolution. Um, and, like, everyone starts off as, like, a single cell organism. And uh, you go to, like, a multi-cell organism. And then, like, an intelligent organism, organism like us, Right? But going from that multi-cell organism to a single cell organism. So, like, basically, from a bacteria to a human being. You need to be very lucky. So, it's, it's said that humans like we guys were extremely lucky to actually exist like it's mm-hmm. one in a many chances that like that state of evolution is crossed and like it's purely luck like there's no other scientific explanation for it um, so being that lucky can I mean like, of course universe is vast and all but can, is there like, is there, is there a possibility that maybe not every it's maybe that luck is like one in a infinite, you know, uh, so if that's the, if that's the case, if that's how like the probability of that luck hitting us is, then it is possible that we are the only intelligent organism. Like I still feel like there will be bacteria, there will be like tiny organisms, but again, I don't really think they care about us either. Like firstly, why would, like, why would, like, it's like thinking like, let's, let's not think of aliens, right? That thing like in in like before everything before we knew international worlds existed. Uh, if I was India and I knew about like I I knew about America, but when I saw America, I was like, "They're so they're such poor. Like, there's nothing we can get from them. Like, mm-hmm. there's no knowledge we can gain from that talking to them. There's no um, there's no resources we can obtain from them. There's nothing. We don't need anything. We are good on our own, right? Then why would I even bother like contacting you or like replying to you? like Let's say America like sends a message to India mm-hmm. saying like. Hey, how are you? So, like, I I just go like, yo, I don't care, bro. Like, go. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Interesting. See, I like how- things, like, yeah, I
0: think people envision aliens as like the like, green humanoid jazz. So I think like it's very possible that there's an amoeba on some other like distant planet.
2: Yeah.
0: And also the other thing is I think the evolutionary like cycle is like a couple hundreds of millions of years, like the whole process. I don't think we'll ever be around for like, or even close to being around for like, <laughs> for like an actual like intelligent life form besides us to exist.
2: Yeah, see, I I kind of buy that, and um, yeah, because there's this whole idea of um we look at ant farms, right? For example, and we glean knowledge from that, right? The thing is, ant farms and us are on the same evolutionary cycle, right? We're at the same time here Whereas aliens Let's say they popped up 2 billion years before us They would be so far So far ahead of us On any evolutionary scale That they wouldn't give a crap about us Let's be honest Yeah, exactly Life exists, I think Maybe it has to But I'm with you, Archit I find it hard to believe we'd meet them Unless they're yes, already here.
0: i sorry?
2: Unless they're already here. Because uh, there's this whole idea about octopus being, uh, being aliens. So maybe that's what it is.
0: Wait. <laughs> Yo,
2: did you just quickly elaborate that theory before we close? Oh, because octopus, octopuses, octopi, they're like really intelligent beings, right? And they have a certain kind of intelligence we don't quite understand. But they're nothing alike us. And they're nothing alike many other living beings in this planet. So there's been um, conspiracy theories, let's put it like that, put forth in jest that maybe octopuses are actually aliens. And they've dropped on Earth, and they continue to evolve here. But like, they, they exist on a different mind state than us, you know? This is somewhere,
0: there's a planet of just like super like hyper intelligent octopi. Maybe. <laughs> quick thought on that, just, yeah. I think that's the only animal that is the most likely to be an alien just because the, like from everything about it, the way it looks, the way it like acts. Yeah. No, but I'm pretty sure aliens like I feel like Crash landed on this planet around like well, like thirty something years ago.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. In like in Portugal somewhere. Australia.
2: Oh okay. There we go. Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: with with that, I think um I think uh, I'll probably see you guys next week then. Yes. Right, you guys you know sit on these
1: thoughts about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Please let us know if you're an alien. We'd love to meet you. <laughs> if anyone
0: is listening to this, I hope they, like, come out of this podcast just, like, looking out the window, like, wistfully, just imagining.
2: Oh, yes. If anything, we're here to make you question your existence, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my God. All right. In that case, I'll see you guys next week.
2: Apologies to Norway. See you, guys. <laughs>
0: Bye.